Welcome back to Rome Boys. On this episode, we're continuing our faith formation with the source, the summit, the, the Eucharist. Eucharist. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Starts with an E, though. It's so e. European. European. I mean, you could at least you know start at the first letter of the alphabet. So it's number one. Oh, alpha. Alpha. Ah, omega. Omega. There you go. Omega. Omega. Omega covers the whole thing. All right. So okay. Thirteen twenty-four. Yeah. If you're going to memorize any paragraph number in the Catechism, it's the what you guys just said. The Eucharist is the source and summit of the Christian life. It's the center of Catholicism. Thirteen twenty-four. Paragraph number. Memorize that. We got to learn our stuff. Bible Christians come to our doors all the time and know their verses. So let's know our Catechism and our Bible. So source and summit. But twenty percent of youth believe in the real presence. Thirty percent of adults and the elderly forty percent. So. If it's now, that doesn't source, sound so bad, but when you say it the other way, 80% of youth do not. Yeah, right. 70% of adults do be positive. not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that is just a huge scandal. Yes, it is. Because those 80 and 70% are going up and receiving the Eucharist and not even believing in it. That, Amen, that to me, brother. is not yes. good. Yes. This might seem really generic, but uh, the argument is, uh, why is it the source and summit? Two words. It's God. It's Jesus, Jesus. Christ. Christ. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, he either is him or it's not. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not. We are cannibals or, or we're it's idolaters. the savior of the. There you go. Yes. If Amen. it's not him, we're idolaters. And if it is him, we need to be believing this stuff. Yes. This is the. This is the. This is our book. This is our faith. This is everything. So if you're Catholic, do you have to believe that it's the real presence? Absolutely. It's a dogma of the church. Absolutely. I mean, it's the center of the Catholic church, hopefully in your church, in the tabernacles in the middle. Mm -hmm. I found the tabernacle in a back closet before. I had to genuflect backwards, going down a hill, elevating down. No, Jesus needs to be in the center. He needs to be ultimately the center of our faith. But I went to Catholic grade school and Catholic high school and was not told that. Isn't that crazy? Hello, CCD programs, PSR programs, how much of that is the focus? Mm-hmm. We Protestant Christians always preach, you need to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. That's awesome. That's another thing that we mm-hmm. need to focus on. But we get to eat our Lord and Savior every day if we want to. Because he said you know? to. Yeah. Because yeah. he said to, John 6. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Well, okay, they need to accept. That's what they say. You need to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We accept him. Every Sunday or every yes. weekday mass, yes. every time we go to mass, we are accepting him not only into our hearts, yeah. but into our physically, in, our, yeah. our whole being. Yeah, body, blood, soul, and divinity is entering into us. Can we imagine that though? Like God is on our tongue, going down our throat into our stomach. We are like our lady who had him nine months in her womb. Like, you just blew my mind. <laughs> what? You know, and and people just nonchalantly do it. And th- if there's a crumb on your hand, that's, that's the Jesus. Savior of the world. So yeah. check mm-hmm. your hands, you know, yeah. or receive on your tongue. That. I've started doing that. I've, I've received a hand. I'm, I'm making sure. It's like, oh, wait, that's that's pocket lint. 
Nope, that's good. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just for safety's sake. You're going to be fired up there. Just yeah, for safety's sake. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, please, yeah. Lynn. No. Yeah. We're going to need it just in case. No. Lynn, that's funny. Oh. <laughs> uh, so what, what's so interesting is this is what happened at the Last Supper, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Jesus instituted the Eucharist yes. and said, this and is my And the priesthood that and evening. And the priesthood. I'm and praise God for all our priests because we have we have the Eucharist. Yeah. And, yep. and so many references from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Yes. And, right. and so many folks who say, oh, Old Testament, that's the old laws, and Jesus came and conquered that. No, 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 no. The old doesn't go he away. Well, Jesus he didn't said, abandon yeah. it. He said, well, I didn't come here to abolish the law. Abolish I came it. here to fulfill it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yes. So uh, that man in the desert that fed the Israelites for 40 years, you know, yeah. like, it feeds us spiritually. Even Jesus says that I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate man in the desert and they died. I am the true bread that, that you'll live forever. You know, how Hello. many times does he say it? 13 times in John yeah. chapter six. He either refers to himself as bread or and then seven times he says you got to eat it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then uh, yeah, at least 13 times, including that. We seven. actually did class with your kids this week on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about, yeah, he refers to himself as bread and that you need to eat it and that if you do, he abides in you. Yes. And you abide in him. You Unless abide you eat him. the flesh yeah. of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood will have eternal life and I'll raise him up on the last day. John six fifty three and following. Like that's so, the verse. Memorize so, okay, that too. Okay, so John yeah. six, right? Uh, which is, is the, the bread of life chap- discourse. Catholic chapter in the yes. Bible. My page is falling out of my Bible. That's awesome. So <laughs> it is. Literally in John chapter six, verse fifty three, right? So yep. just keep on reading just a little I bit. I think I know where you're about going. Ten more verses. Uh-huh. And then and you mm-hmm. get to John chapter 6, verse 66, and 63, 4, 5, it leads right up to it. Jesus is telling them, you have to eat my flesh. And what do they say? This is this a is, hard saying. Who can accept it? These are people that saw him. That followed him for years. Followed him for years, <laughs> but they just saw him feed the 5,000 people yes. with a couple of fish and a couple of pieces of bread. twice. Yeah, he did it twice. One with the Gentiles and one with the mm-hmm. uh, Israelites, but they yeah. just saw him do this. Yeah, yeah. They, some of them even saw him walk on water. Yeah, tons of miracles. And then all of a sudden, I don't know. It John is a chapter's... hard saying, though. I'll give him that. Well, sure. Yeah, it is a hard saying. But is this not, if it is Jesus Christ, is it not the pinnacle of where you have your faith lived in what you're doing mm-hmm. right right and so okay i want to talk about that so you have the sola fide crowd mm-hmm. you're saved by faith alone right mm-hmm. and then you have uh so scriptura the, uh the uh works alone crowd what is there uh, I, there is yeah. a name for it the works okay. alone crowd right and so uh they believe that they're working their way and what they do is what get, gains them eternal right. life right yeah. mm-hmm. both both are right <laughs> yeah yeah and we Catholics believe we're saved by faith. Yeah. But not faith alone. alone. And yeah. Luther wanted to take that word out of the Bible. But well, that's another episode. And what, <laughs> there's only one place and one time in the Bible where it says, by faith alone, right? Saved by faith alone. You are James not saved by faith two, alone. 2, verse 24. That's or 23. It. 24. 24. 24. 24, yeah. But what word comes right before the saying? Not, not saved by faith, faith alone, alone, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then on the work side, James talks about you're, you're saved by your faith is dead without works and so mm-hmm. forth. So, okay. So we have two dichotomies, two, two, um, two dichotomies. That's like a double on okay. <laughs> uh, two spectrums. Two, two spectrums. Mm-hmm. Well, was Jesus both man and God? Hmm. Yes. yes. He was, fully right? God, fully man. So fully is man. the Eucharist bread and Jesus's flesh? Yes. It's in the appearances of bread and wine, mm-hmm. is it mm-hmm. not? Right. And it tastes like bread and it tastes like wine. Mm-hmm. But it is 
the life that mm-hmm. we consume. It is right. Jesus' flesh and blood. So it's mm-hmm. hard to understand. Yeah. But yeah. what people get in such a tizzy about is these two different spectrums that people think they have to be on, Republican and Democrat, sure. right? I mean, we could go on <laughs> yeah. and on. Um, but why can't they think, if he can walk on water, like you said, sorry, you got me on this roll. No, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, that makes your sense. Roll, your fault, not mine. Never <laughs> yeah. is. My fault. No. Uh, but really, I mean, why can't we just have faith and say, well, if he says I got to do it, then I got to mm. do it. And there's nowhere else in the Bible that God the Father or Jesus or the Holy Spirit ever says something over and 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 over. I'm counting. That's 13 times. That's 13. That's good. That's a good representation. Okay, I see what you did there. It was like, hello, I get it. I get it. You obviously mean what you say. And in John 6, 66, they left and he let them leave. He just let, let them, them leave. Let them yeah. leave. He didn't so, want them to leave. So you got to ask yourself, okay, what did those people... Thanks for rounding out my point. Yeah, yeah. So did those people think that he was just speaking symbolically, as some people say that the Lord's no, Supper was? No, they knew. Like, well, the why Jews would they quarreled. have walked away if they thought it was just a symbol? Oh, yeah, we get it. We know right. what you're saying. We know what you're saying. Bread what a juice, great right? point, Joe. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if they... If the Savior knew. of the world was right there in front of them, right? Right. And they believe saying, he's the Messiah. Right. Oh, wait We're supposed to eat your flesh and drink your blood yeah mm-hmm. sorry i'm out yeah. yeah no they so they walked away because they took him for what he said right what, for what right. he said they took it literally took yeah, it literal. Yeah. and the words that are used in the greek you know just continue to expound upon the truth of what he was saying yeah. right you have well, to not gnaw that, on the flesh yeah right. you have yeah. to gnaw on it you mm-hmm. have to chew and what is it uh in uh where he was, he was born in Bethlehem, mm-hmm. which means in Hebrew, house of bread. House of bread. Mm-hmm. But in the Greek, I believe it means the house of meat. Ah, or is yeah. it Aramaic? Well, I'll that one up and oh. put it in the bottle. Ask Father Mitch. <laughs> yeah, but I, it means or the Google. house of meat. And then he was laid in a manger. Yeah, your animals come to eat. A what are feeding we? Trough, just a, right? a feeding trough. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. There's so much symbol- Constant symbolism, symbolism yes. in there. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Typology. I mean, but during Passover, Holy Thursday, the day before he dies, it's all climax. He's building. You know? yeah. I mean, it's the most pivotal time of his life. I mean, if it was just a piece of bread, you know, like, really? <laughs> no, it's yeah. got to be more than that. And yeah. then the church fathers, unanimously, all of them, believed in the real presence of the Eucharist. I mean, St. Justin Martyr says, you know, mm-hmm. all these quotes, uh, the, the food, Eucharist, no one may take part in it unless he believes that what we teach is true. The Didache, one of the earliest documents, has the whole structure of the Mass. Believed it's to be written by there. the apostles. Yeah. I mean, the first several hundred years, what did those, you know, John and Polycarp and all the early church fathers, they all believed in the Eucharist. Yeah. And they even Augustine, the Protestant's favorite saint, you yeah. know, is Augustine. He even has quotes of saying, you know, it is not a sin for us to adore mm. the Eucharist, but it is a sin not to adore. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So there's tons of saints, but then there's also even Paul. Yeah. You know, what was it? First Corinthians chapter three, mm. where it talks about he... Tells everybody about the Last Supper. Yeah, he's talking who uh, to the Corinthians. Mm-hmm. He's talking to them, telling them about the whole Last Supper, even though he wasn't there. Yeah. It was revealed to him, or told to him, I guess. Sure. But then he says, "If you eat and drink unworthily, yes, you are guilty." Romans, Corinthians. Corinthians. Yeah, you are guilty of. Uh, uh, oh God, how does it go? Now I'm gonna mess sin this upon up. yourself. Sin upon like yourself. No, sin yeah. upon yourself. You're guilty. And that's you bring why judgment upon judgment. yourself. But you are guilty of profaning the body. Yeah, that's and blood the right of word. And he says, mm-hmm. "This is why you are sick and suffering." Right. Mm-hmm. Because well, some people you're say that that profaning the body it means you're guilty of his death. Say what? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which? So, how can you be guilty of his death if it's just a cracker? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. If it's just a Ritz, uh, if yeah. it's just a cracker, if it's just a symbol, it's not really him, how can you be guilty of his death? How can you eat and drink judgment upon yourself if it's just a cracker? <laughs> I saw I heard this illustration one time of, okay, let's say I get a cardboard cutout of uh, a politician. We won't say which one. But I get this cardboard cutout and I put it in my yard and I use it as target practice. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend this in case the federales or somebody yeah. just decides to come after you. Anyway, so you put this cardboard cutout out in your yard and you use it as target practice and you put holes all over it. Are you guilty of his death? No. No. No, because it is just a symbol of him, uh, right? right? It's just a symbol of this mm-hmm. person. So Paul was saying in First Corinthians, how can you be guilty of profaning or eating and drinking judgment upon yourself if it's just a symbol? It's kind of crazy. And bring it home. Like, if we all believed in the real presence, if Catholics believed that, what the world would look like, totally different. I mean, people are, mm-hmm. I saw on Facebook today, people are like, please, Jesus, come back. Well, if we start believing in the Eucharist, like, he's already here. He's yeah. in there every Catholic go. church in the world. If we just have to give him reverence and what he deserves and, like, start an adoration chapel at your parish, go to Mass more often. Padre Pio said, you know, the Eucharist, the Mass is more important than the Son is to the universe like you know <laughs> what i mean this yeah, is right. the yeah. eucharist is it it's the answer to our the world's problems we'll always have evil satan will always tempt but this is where this is a great starting point don't you think yeah, yeah oh, absolutely the problems absolutely and and you know with, with everyone coming together there's something that just you know the altar call in mm-hmm. a in a protestant setting mm-hmm. uh this is the ultimate altar call this yeah. is it yes. and we go to the altar every sunday mm-hmm. you know every time we go to mass we go to the altar yeah uh he is calling us constantly and he's with us till the end yeah i think you know mm-hmm. we, we haven't absolutely. touched on that point right absolutely he said that he's going to be here with us yeah and when he says that do you think that he's going to divide himself from the trinity no, it's impossible. Right. Right. it's impossible right. because the Trinity is a, the symbol of love, mm-hmm. uh, a perfect symbol of love, uh, body and spirit and just the idea of everything coming into one. Yeah. I mean, all the powers of the universe. Yeah. Uh, this is what actually gives credit to the priest, mm. quite honestly. Think about it. I mean, St. Francis would kiss the hands of priests. I mean, who else can uh, consecrate the host? Yeah. Who else was given the authority to do so? Yeah. A miracle every day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's exactly right. Well, I actually you, have chills thinking about it. Well, when you said that, talking about the Trinity, what got me popped in my head was the Our Father. What does it say? Give us to this day our daily mm-hmm. bread. You think it's talking yeah. about our lunch? <laughs> no. Both right. Yeah. I mean, could he, be, he, yeah. he provides but for us I physically really, and spiritually. Yeah. I think yeah. really talking about the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? I mean, it it's it really is so profound that if you can't give God the credit or ability, if you can if you contain God in your thoughts and in your ritualistic practices and you shun parts of the Bible and don't I mean, it's it's hard to say that that's mm-hmm. not what you're doing, right? It's uh, yeah. I don't want to condemn anybody for for this, you know, or, or I don't want you to think that I'm speaking against uh, <clears throat> Protestantism yeah. or not attending a Catholic church and receiving the Eucharist. But you have to think that this is exactly what we're meant to do. Yeah. Um, uh, we just Jesus said it. Meet him, yeah. meet him where he is. Uh, and, and every bit of the symbols, okay, he was, he was naked 
on the cross, right? Mm-hmm. He was naked when he was born. He was all of these symbols that we don't connect dots from the Old Testament to the New Testament. I could go on and on. Just think about yeah. the transfiguration. Well, when you look at at God, uh, when, when I went to the the naked in the manger and the naked on the cross, um, and I was thinking Adam like and Eve, extreme oh, humility, though. Like, gosh, this is God from yeah. heaven becomes food becomes one of us yeah suffers like he does i mean if you thought about that for a few moments like what and he is the new adam i think is what you're getting right, at, yeah, right? exactly yeah. yes yeah, yeah. i know i was dancing around but mm-hmm. when you think about the the first human oh yeah that, he's the adam where was he in a garden in a mm-hmm. garden where, Je- where was jesus crucified mm-hmm. in a garden yeah mm-hmm. absolutely that's right mm-hmm. so uh the the symbolism is revealed and if you want to lean on sin- symbolism when you're talking about the eucharist Look at Moses. Look at yeah. <laughs> where did he give uh, the uh, in Matthew the the sermon, sermon on the, the mount, mount right? Yeah. And go back to Moses, uh, Mount Sinai, sure, right, mm-hmm. where we received the Ten Commandments, yeah, yeah. and we yeah. could go and so if I was you talking about go the, to the Holy Land. You'll see these spots. And yes. you'll see the symbolism. The Jesus had three Moses people yeah. at the Transfiguration. Yeah. Jesus had three people. Moses had three people when he also was oh. transfigured, right? Mm-hmm. So if we don't give credit to what was done in the Old Testament, we're not going to understand the Eucharist. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of folks miss it. Uh, and practically speaking, you know, yes, the Bible backs all this up. The Church Fathers, our tradition, 2,000 mm-hmm. years, all the saints, all the popes believe it. Tons of miracle stories. you got to look at those up. Eucharistic miracles, for me, sometimes I need to see that. You know, like, it wakes me sure. up. And, and like changing actual flesh and blood scientists have studied, you know, and it's of a 33-year-old man you know, of Jewish descent 2,000 years ago. Yeah. What? The flesh yeah. was from the heart ventricle on the left side that the ones that are in charge of pumping the blood. Exactly. They could say that it was it under it. traumatic stress when this sample was taken. I love the stories where they take the sample and they bring it to a scientist and they don't tell him where it came from. Right. Those are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. You know, they bring it to the scientist and it's like, well, this is the type. Was it AB? Mm-hmm. It's type AB. We, by the white blood cell count, this uh, this person was under a lot of stress, probably blunt force died from blunt force trauma. Uh, I mean, all these things, and just died. Like it was just recent that they yeah. were beaten. Yeah. You know, and this came from a host that was in the monstrance bleeding for years. And Jesus' yeah. face appearing yeah. in the Eucharistic host to some of my students that were at a conference. You wow. know, you know, twenty years ago. I'm just like. I mean, yeah. it does still happen today. Like Jesus wants Incredible. us to wake up, and He's here. He's in the church in every Catholic you know church. Why? That's why you should do the sign of the cross because yeah. He's inside. As a as a Protestant coming into the Catholic Church, I always thought they have the fullness of truth uh, cornered. The market is cornered in the Catholic Church, and what I mean by that is the one holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. Mm-hmm. is cornered because we do believe that uh, the Eucharist is available through the Catholic Church, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not and a symbol. And the Orthodox have it as and well. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Because mm-hmm. it all is of the same substance, mm-hmm. the same matter, uh, this, and uh, the same belief. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the authority and that's been given. It, mm-hmm. That's it. That's where it really comes I, from. I guess that's where so, we should touch on... I hate to interrupt, but yeah. you know, no, we you touch on why... <laughs> On why non-Catholics aren't allowed to receive the Eucharist. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for their own protection. Yeah, that might sound crazy, right? 
But when you just talk about uh, consuming sin upon yourself, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you don't know what you're consuming, yeah, right. If you don't believe if is you the don't savior believe of the it. world, yeah, you should not receive, yeah. including Catholics. Uh, I was about to say. That. Oh, here we Very go. Good. Here we Very go. Good. And uh, if you're drop aware the mic. Words of, of Father Larry. mortal sin on your soul, mm-hmm. you yeah. go to confession first before receiving, out of respect and honor for the savior of the world, who should not dwell. Yeah. Within mortal sin, deadly sin, sin that can lead us to not heaven. My kids have asked me, Daddy, why aren't you going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's worth having the conversation, let mm-hmm. me tell you. Well, I mean, I think the biggest scandal in the, in the church yeah. today, it's not priests, yeah. sex abuse scandals. It's not what the Pope may or may not have said. It's that the communion line is longer than the confessional line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nobody is mm-hmm. getting cleaned up before they go. And nobody said you had to be to perfect. But that mortal yeah. sin needs to be off your soul. Right. And that's why it's Saturday night in most parishes. You can yeah. still go to Mass. There's no excuse. You yeah, know? it's right, right you then can and still there. make it. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, maybe that's a challenge that we want to uh, press upon our viewers. So we've, we've talked about you know some of the points of why Protestants don't come to communion in Catholic Church. A little bit we touched on. Basically. But we need to look in the mirror as well, right? As Absolutely. Catholics, we want to say... Every day like, we go. You guys... Yeah. If, if you've got a mortal sin on your soul, if you don't know what that is, watch some of our other videos. Yeah. We talk about sin and confession. But don't let the people around you be the reason that you don't want to be embarrassed. That's not a valid reason. Well, go for a blessing no. yeah. if you don't want to yeah, get out. Right. Yeah. Or if you might have to have a conversation with your priest because you go up for a blessing because your arms are crossed. And he's mm-hmm. like, wait, what's what'd you do? What's wrong? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. This needs to be common practice. Mm-hmm. It does. Because uh, there are certain segments of the church still today that don't go very often. Like yeah, you've got to yeah. climb over people to get to communion because they're all staying back. Yeah. And then there are certain segments of the church, everybody goes and nobody stays back. Well, I think I mean, there's, yeah. a, that the, there's a balance there. Like some of yeah. those people maybe should be going and mm-hmm. then other people should not be going. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, isn't that the point of that 1 Corinthians chapter 3 yes. where Paul says you need you eat and drink judgment yeah. on yourself so if you're they, not going take with that the, seriously yes mm-hmm. i mean you're basically if you're going with mortal sin on your soul mm-hmm. and you're receiving jesus in the eucharist you've just it's a basically sacrilege. Kind of condemned mm-hmm. yourself yes right absolutely which can be forgiven in confession again we have to always repeat praise god for that sacrament right but uh we, of course is, we can get into you know what makes a mortal sin we can do that on another right, episode right we'll do that in the confession episode yeah we'll do that in the confession <laughs> yeah. episode but right now Knowing that you have a mortal sin and knowing, knowingly going to con- to communion with that on your soul is not good. Is so the salesman in me, the teacher in me, wants to tell you the reasons why you should go receive the Eucharist. One, it cleanses us of our venial sins. Two, preserves us from future sins, and that includes the mortal sins. Three, strengthens our charity. I don't know about you guys with kids running around the house. I need more of that. Four, breaks disordered attachments that we have. Everybody's got those. Five, unites us to the mystical body of Christ. And there's more. But So all the sacraments have so many positive effects. Why don't we? It's free. Like, you know, yeah, you know, right. We can, I, like, I like free stuff. And this is the best stuff because it feeds your soul, you know, yep. versus a free car or something. You know what I talked about? The church has the corner of the market. Uh, there's, you know, Matthew Kelly talks about there's genius in Catholicism. Uh, if, if in fact it's through the authority of the priest that uh, God granted the ability to consecrate the Eucharist for it to transubstantiate into the real body and the real blood, uh, then uh, I just all I can hear is Peter 
to whom else should we go, Lord? Amen. Mm-hmm. Only you have the words of eternal life, which yeah. is John chapter 6, verse 67, yes. 68. Our first yeah. hope, stepping right? up. Yeah. He didn't say, hey, we get it. Jesus, we get it. You know, he goes, well, to whom else are you going to go? He didn't say He's we like, understand it. Exactly. Yeah. And he goes, I didn't, I didn't understand that. Yeah, it's yeah, Peter yeah. we're talking but, about. But, right? it's yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's you, Jesus. We know you're the Lord. Yeah. We know you're the Messiah. So we're going to go wherever, wherever you I don't get it. I'm hoping you're going to explain it to me later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I, you know, sure. I don't get it a lot of times. I mean, one of the prayers that I say as I'm going up to communion a lot of times is in, uh, I think it's in John, where he says, uh, Lord, I believe, but help my disbelief. Yes. Yeah. Right? Amen. You know, Thomas Aquinas. I yeah, would do that, that with my students, too. I'm like, how many of you don't believe? And, and that's fine. It'll be honest. How many of you sure. think you know it intellectually that that's really the Eucharist, but is it really Jesus? Yeah, do I truly yeah. How many believe of you it? really believe it and would die for it? You know, well, like, right. Mm-hmm. Let me just say this. When I've, the gravest sin I believe that I've committed, God's going to make the judgment on that. Absolutely. But when I'm in the confessional, no matter what I've done that may be a mortal sin, if I consume the Eucharist without prior proper sacramental confession mm-hmm. uh, before I receive the Eucharist, that is the sin that breaks me down in the confessional more than any. Hmm, interesting. It hurts more if I consume the Eucharist knowing I have a grave sin in my soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it just tells me that all the other things around me matter more than the, the, the Jesus himself in the Eucharist. Right? Like, I don't uh, want my yeah, wife to see it. me not go. Mm-hmm. That oh, might sure. be a reason, right? And so yeah. Yeah. I just desecrated the Eucharist in my mind. Yeah, like, why? So, so I don't have to yeah. talk to her about it. You right. know? So yeah. if she doesn't get mad right. at me, what'd you do? What's more what'd important? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's more mm-hmm. important? The, the people that I sit next yeah. to in the pews, yeah. right? We're more worried about what they think mm-hmm. than what we're Instagrammable, actually doing. Right? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, did, I didn't realize this as I was going through my examination of conscience the first time this ever happened to me. But as I was in the confessional my whole examination of conscience got reordered hmm. in my hmm. mind as I was going to confess to the priest. That grace. All of a sudden, I knew, and I broke down. I consumed the Eucharist without confession, Father. Hmm. Uh, and, and I even said to him, as I understand, this is my gravest sin. Hmm. You know, Because you talk about yeah. your moral sins and your grave sins, sure. right, in the confessional. Uh, so we just... I hope we've driven it home. Yeah, <laughs> I would think so. I mean, well, your There's, point that you would die for it, yeah. right? Oh, die yeah. for it. When we go up and say, when the priest says "Body of Christ," we say "Amen." I don't think we put enough emphasis on that. No, the word "Amen" literally means I would stake my life on it. Mm. Yeah, I would believe. I believe, but yeah. I believe to the point of I would die for yeah, it. Yeah, that's what it, people have died for it. Thousands yeah. Oh, yeah. have. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I'd yeah, go farther like, than that. Maybe yeah, 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 hundreds yeah. of thousands. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, millions millions have died mm-hmm, for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just for this so one. how often do you have to do this? You know, after all, familiarity breeds contempt, right? Scott I mean, says. the only rule in the church is you have to receive the Eucharist once a year. Isn't that bare minimum? Why are we that so bare minimum Catholics? No. Can't be a saint that way. I don't know. Joe, answer the... No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Why am I a bare minimum Catholic? I'm trying not to be. I mean... No, I'm... Yeah, it's the... I'm, we got to be hardcore. I mean, how we genuflect on our right knee, looking at Jesus. Why the right knee? How we dress. Well, we can get to that. <laughs> how we dress, you know. And getting there early for church, you know. Staying late. You have Jesus inside of you. This is the greatest time to pray, you yeah, know. Yeah. There at church, you know. Like, sit towards the front, you know, because... 
I mean, at, at a concert or your favorite football game, whatever else. Do you want to sit in the ble- you know the nosebleeds or in the front? Like you know, you yeah. know, this is it. This is why we exist. We live for and on the right knee because the left knee is um, for Reserved for kings. for the for the king as you went as a knight into the you know the whatever it is yeah. the, the the old days in the medieval times. And so this is the true king. The king of kings, yeah. the Lord of lords. You know, he, yeah. he deserves it. And then two knees for adoration. You know, and let's yeah. Uh, so it's. It, it's a time when we have the epiclesis and the... How do you spell that? <laughs> the, Ooh, yeah, right, that's and a big word. That's a, that's a Tony word. No, uh, no. So it's, uh, it's the moment, though, when we're in the Mass, and everything has obviously changed. Yes. The, what we're doing changes. The way we behave changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the times we kneel, Getting the times the we business. stand. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's obvious that there's a shift in what's happening. And when so he calls upon the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yes, yes. And so we like the dofall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we raise up our kids, though. I mean, ever since our children were little, I've always said whether they're you know being distracted. Get or, on your knees, they, and here it comes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like that's Jesus. That's mm-hmm. Jesus. It's a it's a mm-hmm. mysterious thing, and yeah. kids look mysteriously at it, you know. But uh, at him, mm-hmm. at him. Interesting, him. you Thank say you. that about how things have changed. How things have changed. I remember whenever I was a kid, we went to church, whether it was mass. Or just going in there, you were whispering. Yeah, yeah. right. You didn't say anything. There was reverence towards Jesus in the tabernacle. There he is. You didn't say a word. What yeah. has changed? When you're in the chapel. Now, as soon as Mass is over, what are they doing? Everybody's standing in the pews, and I'm guilty of it just as much as anybody. We're talking. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, we're get talking about hey, how'd you talk how much outside. range you get. You know, you know, we're we're not yeah. being we're not showing the reverence that we yeah, used to. Yeah, the tabernacle's there and the, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 true, Joe. I, I'm proud of you for being bold and saying it because yeah. we go to mass with our friends, family, and and fellow parishioners. And, I but it's it the all truth because I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. It's just the norm. But yeah. that was something that we did. It, I remember as a child going into mass. We just didn't talk in church. You yeah, you whispered well, as you were going in there. You whispered you're as you're coming for out. God, it's, if you, how can you hear God if you're not listening and talking to right. Him? And it needs to be quiet. I mean, when I came into the church, chaos. this is how it was taught in RCIA. And then, of course, that was the behavior of the, of the parishioners and that particular parish. It, they were so reverent to it. And so, mm-hmm. as a new coming, incoming Catholic, it gave edification to the Eucharist and the true presence. Mm-hmm. I, it was always that quiet moment that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, walk into any adoration chapel, people aren't talking. Right. 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 Whether he's exposed in the monstrance on the altar or he's in the tabernacle. Either way, it's peaceful. It's quiet. Nobody it dares talks in there. Yeah. Rightfully so. And our sanctuaries are the same way. Should mm-hmm. be. Should be. So we talked about baptism and now with the Eucharist, uh, matter, form, and minister. So the matter, unleavened bread. Uh, In Germany years ago, there was a priest that was doing pizza. Invalid. And Sorry, yeah. no. It yeah. that Seriously, cannot, it cannot be a valid Eucharist. If you, that would make if you more change. sense in Italy, but it's still not valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still not valid. yeah. <laughs> maybe they're trying to be like that. No, <laughs> the form. You know, obviously, what what Father says: take this all of you need. This is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. This is my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. Why do I need to say this? Because some priests ad lib and change yeah. things. And if those words are not properly said, you're not receiving Jesus. There's a priest that I know that literally, he, and if I'm in the church and I hadn't seen him in years, he'd be like, did I say it right? Because he might forget to, to consecrate the blood. If he didn't do that, it's not you're a valid little, Eucharist. You're yeah. receiving just the bread, you know? Mm. And the minister is a priest or higher. So priest, bishop, yeah. cardinal, pope, a deacon cannot consecrate. That's why in these mission territories, some people don't have 
mass, but once a month or once a year and because yeah. there's not enough priests. You know, yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting you bring up that do this in remembrance of me. Mm-hmm. Was it is it Greek that the word is anamnesis? That sounds I right. That's, I think this right as anamnesis, which means it's we don't have a word for that definition mm-hmm. in our English dictionary. It actually means to call forth something that had happened. So mm-hmm. I mean, think about it the Old the Testament again. Yeah. yeah, think yeah. about the Old Testament. When they were doing the Passover meal, and even into the New Testament, the Jews, when they would celebrate Passover, they weren't just celebrating a celebration yeah. or a festival or, hey, this is a holiday. annual holiday. Mm-hmm. Right, a holiday. They were actually celebrating this Passover as if they were there physically, in Egypt, present. physically being mm-hmm. ready to take off. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. And so that's that's where we get the real presence that we're not re-crucifying Jesus. Right. It is in a non-bloody form, but we are bringing forth. Some people call it time travel, where we're there yeah. at the cross. I don't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. I'd go that far. Right. But I mean, it gets a little hokey. Well, Calvary yeah. is physically present. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. there. The sacrifice is made present. Yeah. Because I mean, think about it. What does God see? God sees he's outside of time, otherwise time would be greater than him. So he sees the whole thing. So he's seeing the crucifixion as he's seeing us do this podcast as we're yeah. at mass. He's seeing it all at the same time. So mm-hmm. why is it not possible that he sees us at mass during the crucifixion? So this present? answers the question. I love that you brought it up. So Christ died once and for all. Amen. Mm-hmm. We're not re-killing Jesus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know, uh, we're just exactly what you explained and so they call it a representation so, i guess yeah. yeah so why can't it be both right like we already have the trinity which is not in scripture the word trinity mm-hmm. right uh even though it talks about the three persons in one mm-hmm. uh you know a um not a monogamous but a um uh, uh sorry i shouldn't even said what came out of my head uh a, a one god What's the oh, word? Um, oh, monolithic. Uh, mon- <laughs> uh, monotheism. Mono- monotheism, yeah. right? So that's why many Jews don't believe that we believe in monotheism. The Jews were the first to have a monotheistic sure. belief, right? Mm-hmm. We are Judeo-Christian. We absolutely believe that. It's the fullness of truth, yep. which brings about the Trinity. So I agree with you completely that if um, you know uh, the sacrifice is one, is one sacrifice, mm-hmm. we're just there and we're remembering it. Yes. We're not re-sacrificing Jesus. It is called the sacrifice because it is a representation mm-hmm. of what occurred. Mm-hmm. Well, and isn't and he all, said, "Do it." Yeah, yes. And what? Think about worship. What is worship? What? Well, actually, I shouldn't say what is worship. Is what is required in a worship? Uh, more I than mean, one. if you look biblically in the Old Testament, what is required for worship? A priest mm. and a sacrifice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. An altar. Yeah. Yes. There has to be an altar. There has to be a sacrifice, and there has to be a priest. Yeah. Reminds me of. Moses, once mm-hmm. again, no, uh, or even the meeting tent, the Ark of the Covenant, all that stuff, yeah. all that structure right. of exactly. how they did we, is the same thing in the Mass in a Catholic Church. Well, I want to go even farther back. Think about Abraham and Isaac. Sure, That's Abraham was, and Isaac. Yeah. You're going there, okay? Yeah. So Abraham, the there's the altar. He's about to sacrifice his son. Uh, his son. And where did it occur? And his son carried the wood. <laughs> it just gets so good. The and the mountain. <laughs> Is where Jesus was crucified. But what did they have to go get out of the brambles in replacement of it? A ram. Yes, which is a lamb, which is a sheep, right? He provided the sacrifice. He had the altar. Mm -hmm. Abraham was the priest, and he had the sacrifice, which was Mm -hmm. Isaac, his only son, 
which was he replaced at that point for mm-hmm. a ram. But Jesus, then God offers and his then only the son. the Lamb of God who same takes the world. Same mountain. He had to carry the wood himself. It, that's right. Mm. He provide, God provided the Lamb. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus being the Lamb. So, and we can go every, every day and receive that same Jesus. Yes, so why don't we? Why yeah. don't we go with the reverence we used, we should? Yeah. Why don't I mean we need to act as if we believe this? Mm-hmm. Amen. Is it a Muhammad that said that? You know, basically, if actually Catholics believed, I could see them believing. Right. If, if they were, if they believe it's Jesus, why aren't they in their churches? They're all empty. So therefore, they don't believe. Therefore, I won't become Catholic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our yeah. actions. Mahatma Gandhi. Okay. Gandhi. Gandhi. Yeah. Gandhi. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You had me thinking about yeah. the Hadith, yeah. which is yeah. the way of the prophet. Way back the Wasn't it Gandhi? Yeah, it was Gandhi who, was, who like read the New Testament or read yeah. the Bible all yeah, the yeah. time. And somebody asked him, so, you know, if you read the Bible so much, you love it so much, why don't you become a Christian? Right. And he goes, well, if I ever met one, I probably yeah. would. Yeah, it's, it hits you like a dagger, right? <laughs> uh, so the Eucharist is real. Yep. Uh, we treat it with great reverence. Uh, we believe it is the real presence, even though it's a difficult understanding. Mm-hmm. And we believe this is the ultimate exercise of faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, Absolutely. honestly, right? We're, we're not idiots. We know that it has the appearance of bread. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just well. Let's go back to the to the wilderness and the manna. Okay, they were only allowed to collect a certain amount per day. Sure, enough for the day. If they tried to keep it overnight, it was spoiled, turned into worms, and ran mm-hmm. off. You know, it would just be bad. The only day that they were allowed to collect for two days' worth was for the Sabbath. Yes. They weren't allowed to collect on the Sabbath. Yep. So for what's rest. the point in all of this? Why, why, why let it spoil why overnight? Why structure it? Why spoil it? Why, why spoil it? Why, collect, why not collect more so yeah. that you had to pass on? It was because you were putting trust in God that he would have it there again tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> so yes. when we go up to the altar, we're putting our trust in him that he is going he is there for us, and he will be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Till the end of days. Till the end mm-hmm. of days. So. And that's where it all begins. Now like, I've got chills. For me, when I started <laughs> so getting into my faith, there was 50 college students that were on their knees looking at Jesus in the monstrance, and I said, this must be real. Like, it was more than just something in a book. It was really people worshiping. So people mm-hmm. got to see, you know, we have to invite, you know, and help people to come to Mass, non-Catholics, and even Catholics themselves. Do you really believe that's Jesus? We need to pose those questions. So it's, it's almost, I wish that there was a way to say, you know, this might sound funny, but like, I don't want people, to, I don't want to have to tell people, you, have, you, you need to become Catholic. What I'm really saying is, you need to consume the Eucharist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's only one way You're to do that. You're missing out. <laughs> yeah. I had that conversation thing. with my mom one time because I was really overzealous. And everybody needs to be Catholic. <laughs> yeah, right. And she said, not ever, you don't have to be Catholic to go to heaven. Mm. It's true. But if we truly if believe. you have the feast. <laughs> yeah. If we truly believe what we have in, in him being in the Eucharist, don't we want all of our loved ones yes. to have what we have? Everyone. That unity mm-hmm. in yeah. Christ. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's I, all I, it and is. And I saw that gleam in her eyes like, like I'm, pr- I'm really proud of you for that. And I can see it. I can see it in her face. She might not have wanted to agree with me, but yeah, she was like, yeah, yeah. I think she did, obviously. But. Uh, I could see that little because that's what we're going to be face. doing in heaven is the wedding feast of, <laughs> that's of right. mass. We worship the Lord forever yep. in heaven. This is just a pre pre season. <laughs> yep, there you yep. go. Yeah, man, this was fun. Yes, and if the flesh doesn't matter, then why does why does Scripture talk about seeing Him in heaven? You know, we'll be with Him. I'm glad you brought that. What was it John chapter six sixty three where it says the flesh is of no avail? Mm-hmm. Only it's in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, he he didn't say his flesh. <laughs> He's talking about our flesh. Mm. The flesh is of no avail because we, yeah. we're weak. Yeah, we're weak. Right. He's not. 
Yeah. So when he's talking about his flesh, that's a different ballgame. Well, it's interesting <laughs> that you say that because, you know, you, people say, well, the Bible doesn't contradict itself. Right? No, we agree completely. Absolutely. That's why it is both. Like, it is faith alone. It is works alone. It, but wait, how is that possible? My finite mind can't wrap yeah. my head, head around how I have to, you know, uh, well, you're saying I have to do this. Well, God said you have to. So it's not me doing the work, right? It's God. It's God working through you. Yes. Through grace. Yeah. You have to it's, be saved by grace. You have to be saved by repentance. You have mm-hmm. to be saved by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. You have to be saved. Oh, this yeah. goes on and on. So, so being of the Spirit does not mean that your mind is all of a sudden. You're not a robot. In, yeah, in control. Right. And you're right. not just a robot, right? It's full participation. That's what love is. A marriage, which is the most referenced analogy in Scripture, by the mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. is the bride and the groom, right? Yeah. It's where two become one. Well, how did two become one? That's not logical either. Mm-hmm. We could go on and on and on. Right. But the Scripture doesn't contradict itself. It doesn't speak foolishly. It is the fact that it's there you got to believe it. It comes back yep. to faith. And so you could say, is it by faith alone? You're darn right it is. Mm. It is by faith alone that we believe that the work of Christ mm-hmm. in the true presence we participate is what in we that. participate yeah, in. Exactly. Last I checked, believing is a verb. Uh, yes. And, and speaking of punching, Joe with like the if, English if coming back full circle. If you want to stay in a spiritual fight, you need the Eucharist and you need confession. I don't know of any Catholics that frequent those sacraments regularly that yeah. are not on the right track. And, yeah. and it's all looking good as far as them being saved someday. So yeah. that's it. You know, you need the Eucharist often, at least every Sunday, and confession regularly. I say every two weeks, at least once a month, not once a year. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. again, the minimum. Yeah. If we want to be a saint, we got to go beyond that. It's available to us to get rid of all the garbage on our soul that's gone and cleansed away. Why not? Stay tuned for our confession episode. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's... Again, genius in Catholicism because you have to be Catholic to receive absolution in the yes. confessional, right? Yes. It, it's just one more of those things where you're talking about a work. Well, no, actually, I'm talking about faith, uh, mm-hmm. right? I'm putting my faith, I'm putting faith in the church is, yeah. and, and, and the authority of the church. And, and, and my and I'm sins are forgiven. I'm putting mm-hmm. my faith in what the Scripture says about yeah. what God said when he handed over the keys to Peter. Yeah. And he gave him the authority to do what? Bind and loose sins, yep. right? And we'll talk about yep. that in confession. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, uh, oh gosh, I get so fired up. I, I know, this my, is so much fun. I love own, it when we get on this. My own points, yes. I love when we get on a roll like this. this is like, yeah. I had more to say, and I'm really <laughs> sad I forgot it. Joan Carol Cruz wrote a book on Eucharistic miracles. Just awesome. You can see all the pictures. You can go. I went to Lanciano, Italy, Italy Orvieto, um, all kinds of other sites in Italy. To see these spots, it's just like, it just brings it home for all of us yep. that, you know, not so much the intellectual side, but like, oh my gosh, that's the blood-stained cloth right there. Yeah. That's the actual flesh and blood sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Like, What? There's the evidence, uh, just in Mm. case you needed it. In the center of your Bible is Psalm 118, verse 8, which which says that it's better to put trust in God than in man. Hmm. Right? Okay. So, uh, so many folks, while you yourself may not believe by seeing this bread and wine that it's true, right? You don't have to believe in your own mind. Mm -hmm. So, it's so interesting, when I was going through RCIA, that there were Protestants in the room that were actually disagreeing with what was said, but what was said was coming straight out of Scripture. But what they were having a challenge with, Second Peter warned about, there is no interpretation of Scripture yeah. on man, right? I mean, look at Psalm 118, verse 8, it's better trust in God than man. 
So your own interpretation would mean you're trusting in man, would it not? Yeah. So, so many folks that are against moving into the Catholic Church, converting to Catholicism, saying, well, you're just putting your trust in man. Nope. Yeah. No. Here's what's even crazier. I'm putting my trust in God that what he did when he formed the church, when he made the Eucharist, when he instituted all the sacraments, these aren't man-made things. Nope. Right. Right. What people are confused about in conversion to the truth of Catholicism is really right here. Yeah. They're putting more trust in themselves. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Yeah, it's it's we're all right limited. there. You just have yeah. to understand. Yeah. Right. We're we're limited by five senses. You yeah. Know? Right. We're limited by that. And what is it in Star Wars where he says, Don't <laughs> you know, your eyes lie to you. Don't trust them. Uh, your eyes can deceive you. Don't trust them. Uh, you know, yeah. our senses lie to us about yeah. what, this, uh, what yeah. the Eucharist is. We Have you tried those bread. nasty jelly beans? Like, oh, yeah. The bendoozle yeah, ones yeah, or whatever they're called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your senses look, oh, that's a, <laughs> that that's a beautiful jelly, jelly, beans. jelly beans. Oh, dog food. <laughs> yeah. That's not good. Yeah, right. that's not good. Those stink Sorry, too, by yeah. the way. Oh, anyway, yeah. They, but yeah, our five senses, they lie to us. Our, our, we see bread. Our eyes lie to us. We taste wine. Our tongues, our taste mm-hmm. lie to us. Mm-hmm. Well, about the substance of what actually is there. Steve Ray uh, has a great story about how his he had a buddy of his that after he just converted. He says, "I'll prove to you that it's not really." Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll prove to you that it's not really flesh and blood. He goes, "You mm. go take the Eucharist. You come back. You vomit it up, and I'm gonna put it in my microscope. And if it's a carb, then it's still bread. If it's a if it's a protein, then it's meat." And Steve's like, real quick, you know, he's sharp. Yeah, guy. yeah. He said, "All right, I'll tell you what." If, I'll do that, but first tell me what your microscope can actually see. If Jesus were to be walking down the road, and I go over there with my knife, and I cut off a piece of his finger, (laughs) and I bring it over there, and I put it under your microscope, what's it going to tell me? Well, it's going to show that it's protein or whatever you know it's going to show that it's meat he goes well can it tell him tell uh can it show me that it's uh jesus's divinity Uh. and the guy said no it can't do that so how's your microscope going to prove anything else you got me there but i'm coming back to something else but, <laughs> it's so, so yeah good. how can we just look at it as a piece of bread mm-hmm. we're not going to see the divinity yeah. no matter what so. and i like it chris like you said earlier teaching your kids at an early age mm-hmm. you know right from the beginning like this is this is the pivotal moment of the mass this is why we go to mm-hmm. worship our lord and then he gives us the gift of himself i mean again fathom that like we can't it's amazing or sit there in adoration just stare at him just look at him say nothing that's the greatest prayer there ever was you know yeah. to look at jesus and spend time with him who's doing a, that i had a friend uh who in college station that he said uh he went to a presbyterian church and he said he remembers you know kind of being an altar server and just taking the tray of bread and crumbs and throwing it out on the ground to the birds and he said, even as a kid, I realized something something's fishy right. here. Yeah. As a kid, as yeah. a youth, he, he got it, yeah. right? I mean, really, yeah. if we're just like throwing it on the ground, what were we just doing in there? Mm. Right. Like, what's mm-hmm. the point? Yeah. What's, what's the, the point? point? Yeah. If you can just throw it on the ground, then why did I even eat it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I did this symbol. Are the birds doing the symbol too? Mm-hmm. Well, somebody who might be a little hippie might say, yeah. oh, yeah, consuming back into nature. Yeah. God is everywhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's yeah. yeah. Eucharist is real. Yeah. That's good. You've taken your first step into a larger world. Yeah. Amen. Proud dad moment is you know when the kids are 
preparing for first holy communion yes. the older two have done it and then my third daughter was just she goes i can't wait yeah i can't wait to receive Jesus in the eucharist yes. and now she finally got to last year i think it was last year year before but now my son he's he even said it oh, not too long ago he's like ah, i can't wait i'm ready mm. yes like, oh. good 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 yep. yeah further Brett along Neville. than we were guys yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Until the very far. Oh. oh my goodness yeah it's part of my conversion story but i won't go into yeah. it now we've probably been dragging on too long yeah. this is awesome wasn't my dad's fault it. wasn't my mom's fault i was just a turd hit yeah. <laughs> well thank y'all for joining us for yeah. this faith formation the eucharist the source the summit the Eucharist. <laughs> I was trying to come up with something else. So poetic. Yeah, I know it. It's just poetic. Joy. <laughs> well, in the meantime. Yeah. Be bold. Be real. Be Catholic. God, God bless. bless. Adios. <laughs>